I would say there is definitely no balance. <laughs> I don't know that I like the word. And I only think that I say that because we, we want something it cannot give us. Balance cannot fulfill us. What I prefer to say, and I talk about all the time, it's like my number one topic of just something to talk about because it's common to everyone is seasons. There are seasons. And that's a better description. And then when you wrap your mind around that, you go, okay, I can get behind it because we understand seasons, right? There's winter, fall, summer, spring, and, you know, and it just rotates. And that is exactly, I think, again, God is so funny and also so smart in how he created the world because it mirrors life. And I always say nobody gets to stay in summer forever. And that's just because summer's the best season, at least for me. You know, no one's in summer forever. We got to go back down into fall and then we got to hit the winter, which is the hard stuff, right? And then we can roll through that and get back to spring. And it just always goes like this, right? Um, whether you're beginning or you're a multimillionaire and you've been doing this forever and ever, you are never removed from seasons and you should embrace them. And so to the moms, I would say, you know, let's go back to when I started. I said, yes, I signed up in my business and two weeks later I had my first baby. Um, usually not the most opportune time you would think to be starting a business, right? But again, trust, faith, when God's called me, he'll provide, he'll give me the skills. It's not something I'm doing. All the things, right, come into play. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky, and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips, for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. It's Becky here, and I am so excited to welcome you guys back to another podcast episode on the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. We have a very special guest with us today, someone that I've actually been following for quite a while, so I'm super excited about this opportunity, and Monique shared with me that she had connected with Connie and wanted to get her on the podcast, and it was a for sure, 100%, like so pumped and excited because um, she has a lot to share with us today, and I'm excited for her to just have a space to share a little bit about her journey, as well as, you know, what's working now with her team and the success that she's had so far in the industry. So I'm excited. Welcome, Connie. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so, so excited to be here. I'm so thankful that you guys asked me. Yes, we are so excited specifically for our audience to hear more of you and 
your history, your story. I think you're very unique in um, how you show up online. I think you're very authentic to who you are. So I'm excited for everyone to get to hear from you. So you guys, Connie Sanchez is with Monate. She is a work from home pastor's wife, a mom to two spunky girls, Roslyn and Everdeen, and she's been in ministry for 14 years. So she's worked in corporate and now in network marketing, and she really has a heart for helping other women succeed and to find their passion and their purpose. And she also loves glamping. She is competitive. She is creative. If you see her style, if you are watching um, in the video, she is like stylish, all the things. So welcome to the podcast, uh, Connie. So if someone is listening, tell us just a little bit about you. Like, how would you describe yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a good, that was a good start. <laughs> that kind of encompasses all of it. I would say I am um, very much extroverted. I'm an extroverted, extroverted, extrovert. I love people. I love women. I love um, games, like you said, competitive, anything. When we're in a group of, you know, whether it's church people or work people, I'm always the first person to be like, okay, let's, let's get to know each other. And I just rip the bandaid off. So I'm known for kind of just helping people like, do the icebreaker stuff, right? And let their walls down. I love doing stuff like that. What else? I mean, how much time do we have? Um, <laughs> I like adventure. I like trying new things. And right now I'm just honestly really loving the season that I'm in being a mom to two toddlers. Well, they're not toddlers anymore, I guess. They're right out of toddler phase. So um, yeah, and I'm a pastor's wife. We do ministry. Um, I love to shop and I love I love bright colors. I like bright, bold funky fashion. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> so fun. Love it. So fun. So, so fun. And I love your style too, your aesthetic, your fashion. I love all the things that you're sharing. So um, really fun to follow. If you don't follow her, we'll make sure and put in the show notes how to connect with her. But I would love to hear a little bit about your journey into network marketing. If you want to share a little bit about that yep. and kind of where you are today and how it has impacted you and your family. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I'm sure just like both of you and pretty much everybody listening, I did not go to bed as an eight-year-old girl going, one day I'm going to be on social media and be in network marketing, right? That that was not a dream of any of ours. Well, for me, I'm probably a little bit older than you guys, but it wasn't around, right? Social media wasn't even around. Um, and so so this was not something I planned. And I want to bring that up first, because if you're new to this industry, or if you're new to, you know, the whole network marketing thinking, um, we all found this for different reasons, and most of us didn't plan it. So just know that you're in the same boat as all of us. Um, I really got here um, because of something I did not which was a really tough situation my husband and I were going through at the time. We were struggling with infertility for five and a half years. I was struggling with a severe autoimmune disease to the point where we had to have a come to Jesus talk and say, we're going to keep, you know, working this rat race life. Like Monique had said earlier, I come from corporate world and I had a really good job. I made really good money. My husband is a pastor, so if you guys know anything about ministry or going into working for a church, it's not a career you choose if you want to make a lot of money, right? So needless to say, my income mattered heavily, right? We had just bought our first home, and you know we were working for the quote-unquote American dream, right? Get a home, have a family, except 
we couldn't, we were struggling with infertility. I was struggling with mitoimmune disease and we really had to say, okay, we're going to keep, like I said, doing these things, or we're going to take a huge step of faith and get you healed. And in order to do that, quit your job. And so we did that. We said goodbye to my job and overnight we lost 76% of our annual income. And I don't know about you guys or anyone listening, but if you lost 76% of your annual income today, would you be able to live the same lifestyle? The answer for us was no, you know, terrifying, terrifying comes to mind. (laughs) Really? And so we had to sell the house that we had just worked so hard to buy. We moved into a one bedroom condo. We had to sell everything. We literally just took a step of faith. And I will tell you guys this too. And you, most of you probably already know this, but sometimes to go forward, you have to take a step backward. And we knew that obviously, like I said, my husband, the pastor, we'd already been in ministry for some years. We've already seen the, the strength of God. We've already had our faith tested before. So we knew it was no different this time. We just needed to be obedient. And sure enough, what do you think happened? As soon as we did that, we sold the house, we moved into that condo. I not only got into remission, you guys, I cry all the time when I share this story. I've shared it 5,000 times and I never don't cry because it just shows the goodness of our God. I got into remission and I got pregnant with our miracle baby girl the same month. And so, so now we're like, okay, wow. So now we're, we're in remission, but we're pregnant with, so now I'm high risk, right? I can't go back to work because I need to be able to hold the baby. Right. And so we're thinking, oh my gosh, but we just sold the house. We need to raise this baby. We just got rid of all the money. We need to take care of you for through this pregnancy. What are we going to do? And that is what led me to looking into direct sales. I, I, I was not skeptical. I'm going to start with that. I was not skeptical of the industry because I have a sales background. Um, and so I knew that it was legitimate. I just had to do some more research. I just had to kind of look into it some more, ask the right questions, which I'm sure we'll get into all that stuff. And um, so I did that and I just saw what it could provide for me. There was not another thing in the world that could allow me to sit home with my feet up while I was a high risk pregnancy, not, you know, lose getting out of remission and possibly provide the same income I made in corporate. Like, where could you find that? Right. And so that's what led me into it. And that's how I got started. Okay. So I have multiple questions about this. Like, first of all, that is like incredible. You know, Becky and I have been talking about healing. We've just been praying about certain things for each other and just um, the power of God's healing. And hearing you say that, I'm like, that is a miracle. And the fact that you stepped out in that obedience. So did you feel like, so let's go back for a second to, the person who you were when you were making the decision to walk away from your job, making the decision to sell your house, like what in you felt like, okay, this I'm ha- I have confirmation to say like, this is what I needed to do. Were there like signs or like, how did you know that's what you yeah. needed to do? Such a good question. Um, it was nine months, nine months of me feeling like, okay, this probably isn't good, you know, but, but let's just, you know, we, we persevere, right? The type of women, most of all of us are, is we, we don't whine, we don't complain. We go, we're good. We got this, right? You persevere. You just, you're resilient. You keep going, keep showing up to work. I keep leading. I keep showing up to church and doing ministry. I keep leading it. So it was, it was, I, I started with, I always start with, okay, you know, I pray over it, but I also still keep showing up. I don't just pause the brakes right away and just drop everything and throw my hands up and go, nope, I got to quit. No, no, no. 
it was lots of lots of prayer. It was seeking counsel from wise people that I respected around me um, saying, what would you do if you were in my shoes? What would you do? And it was just, you know, after so many months of not healing, there weren't many options for me. It was a, you know, it was pretty obvious by the time the ninth month came. Right. And so for us, it was to be honest with you guys, it was it, the reason I didn't quit sooner was because my husband and I were not in agreement. He wasn't feeling the way I was feeling. And that can be such a hard place, right? When you're like, well, God's showing me, but he's not on board yet. And mind you, pastor husband who loves the Lord, he's still human though, right? Like we had to get in agreement and get in alignment um, because I knew God would not call me to be doing something that did not align with him. And so I had to have the faith to be patient for God to show him, this is what we need to do. I have to quit and help him get there with his own faith in the right time, if that makes sense. So hopefully that answered that a little bit. Yeah. And the fact that it was nine months, I'm like, how symbolic is that? Mm-hmm. Of like the baby. Oh, and Yeah. That's incredible. I never, re- I never ever put that together. Wow. That is very, yeah, that's interesting. God has a sense mm-hmm. of humor, I think. And sometimes like reveals yes. things, right? Like when we look back, later we're like wow that is interesting right like revealing something that we didn't even see in the in the time um so so something that I'm curious about right because um I think a lot of people struggle with this within the industry as well as maybe just in general like working moms right um is that concept of trying to overcome these mindset and like roadblocks like these hurdles and so for you to be at this place where you were knowing, I know that I want to walk away. I know that I want to, you know, quit this job to take better care of my health. I don't know what's on the other side of that, but I know I need to do it. How could you continue, right? To show up, like what did you have in place or what were you doing to help you overcome those like struggles of wanting to show up and do the thing? Like, do you feel like it was just something that you naturally have like ingrained since childhood, like a work ethic, or what do you feel like kept you going in those moments when you really didn't want to keep going? Well, um, I do think a little bit of it has to do with my personality and we all have different strengths that I know are God given, right? Like I may be more prone to just being resilient and being positive about things Someone may is more prone to being organized and very structured. That is not me, right? We all have different things that we are prone to naturally be like. However, the cool thing about God is that he, you don't have to, you don't have to be only stuck in that. You can grow that. You can grow your weaknesses. And so I think when I got in alignment with what I saw God was going to do, when I stepped away and what he could do in the future, I tend to see things way beyond and above. And I I see things for what they could be. And when I caught that vision of if I, I know this corporate job is good, but God can do something way bigger and way more, but it's going to mean removing something that's good. It's like the phrase, you got to let go of the good to go for the great. Right. And that is exactly what I saw. And I knew it within my heart. And when you have that kind of mindset of, I can let go of what is comfortable now because I see something even better. You do not need to know the ifs, ands, or buts, whys, hows. I did not know any of the ifs, ands, or buts, whys, or hows 
but I didn't care and I didn't need to because I know God, right? And then we go back to the stories of the Bible and I lean on all those things that he has done for them. He is the same God doing the same things and he's going to do it for me. And I, I really had just a very, very strong faith. And when that's there, nothing else matters. The little mini little steps, right? So I think for me, that is what I saw when I started. And then much more happened, obviously, since then. I love that. I love it so much because I think too, you know, whether people are walking through something hard in their personal life or trying to, you know, reach towards a goal and it's taking longer, I just think in general, you know, focusing on not necessarily the when, right? Like W-H-E-N, when it's supposed to happen, but just that I got to keep showing up and lean on, you know, the goodness of God and that I can see, right? Something that is so much bigger in the future and God knows, only God knows, right? Like what he has um, for us. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So if someone is starting off and they're in your same position, they get the vision, they feel the calling, but they want to know practically, what does this look like? Like as they're getting started, so maybe even thinking back to when you started, what were some of the tasks, like in order to reach the success that you have reached now, you know, there were things that you show up and you do in your business. So if someone is getting started in their business, what would you tell someone as far as what they need to do practically? Um, When you first start, I would say you have to say a lot more yeses than no's. And we're real big right now. And I get this. I'm with a lot of people on social media with to say no to more. And I know there's a time and a place for that. And I fully agree. When you are getting started, though, even like in ministry, you want to go be a, a speaking pastor, we'll say yes to scrubbing the toilet, you know, or it's we, we need to say a lot more yeses to things before we can say no's to things. And I think a lot of us, especially the older you are, it's easier to say no to things that you don't like, that you're not comfortable with that you don't think you're going to be good at. And that's going to lead you to nowhere. Honestly, if you want to succeed and, and success looks different to everyone, and we could talk about that too, then be willing to try things you never thought you would. Because here's the thing, it's just try them, just try them. They're not going to do anything other than maybe grow you, show you something about yourself that maybe you didn't realize you were actually good at and that you actually love. Um, or it's going to show you, yeah, you know what? That isn't really my gift. I'm going to go ahead and hand that over to my sister over here or whatever, right? It's not, nothing is going to hurt you when you try something new. Um, but what is going to hurt you is when you try nothing new. So that's what I would first say. The second thing I would say, and this is my number one, like all encompassing three words. These three words change the way I look at my life, my business, everything and they are my business mantra. And I tell this to every single new person, no matter what you start, whether it's this business or something else, discipline your disappointments. Discipline your disappointments is going to get you farther than you could have ever imagined because you can learn new skills. I can help you with that, right? You can um, you can learn about the products and the ingredients. I can help you with that. I can give you all these things. What I cannot do is jump inside your body and discipline your disappointments and make you believe something and make you feel something. You have to do that. And so that simply means that there's going to be bumps. 
And I don't, I say this, you guys, when someone first starts on the very first call, I say, this is going to be so fun. Here we go. Let's go. You're going to find out all these great things about yourself, but there will be bumps and they will probably come real quick. And I don't want you to get the rug pulled out from underneath you. I want you to have realistic expectations so that when they come, you can go, oh my gosh, Connie told me about this. So I'm not even worried about it. Right. That's called disciplining your disappointments. You have the pity party. You call who you need to call. You pray what you need to pray. You vent what you need to vent. And then you you get up, you get on with it. And I have seen, I've been doing this almost seven years now, women who are way more talented than me, way better at what I do than I am, way more connected to people than I am, bigger followings, everything you could, they're way all the things better than me, honestly, in, in regards to being successful in this business. And yet- they didn't make it. And it's simply, honestly, because they did not discipline and could not discipline their disappointments. And so when you get that right and you can get the mind part right, everything else is figure outable. Everything else you can figure out. You've got a mentor that'll help you. Someone will tell you, but that part you got to have. So um, I think that's really the biggest, the biggest. Bonnie, that is gold. Like that That's is like mic drop. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, we can just stop. That is, that is so good. That is so good. And it's exactly accurate. Like I think for the majority of people, you know, um, Becky and I coach a lot of clients. And so for the majority of people that this is the roadblock is the moment they get frustrated. And I really love that you set the expectation. And I think that's a, a good example for leaders, like for the leaders who are listening to this episode, setting that example for your team, when you have new people who come on, you know, not telling them like, oh yeah, you know, laptop lifestyle, like all these, you know, stories that people say, but, but really giving them an honest experience of this is what you're going to expect when you come into this industry. So when it happens, this is how you need to respond. So yeah. I love that. Yep. Yeah. So good. That's, that's very similar to what I would always share with people is the whole concept of consistency. It's like, they don't determine your success. Right. And so I love that idea of disciplining your disappointments because sometimes it's people that they, you know, love and care about, right. That they get oh, the yeah. rejection from. And so then it just come becomes this, like they're paralyzed. They can't, don't know how to move forward. If they said no, you know, what does that mean about me? And so I just, I think that's, really wise to approach from the leadership standpoint too, right? Because then they can lean into your success and say, okay, you know, Connie told me this would happen. Um, and I'm prepared, you know, to, I'm going to go move forward. Um, so I love that. I would love to know too, since you, um, are obviously a mother of two and, you know, your husband is a pastor, all the things, right. You have a very, probably I'm just assuming busy lifestyle, right. All the things, um, responsibilities, not just in that you have to do right. But things that you get to do. Um, I would love to know, you know, to the mom out there who is struggling to quote unquote balance it all, right. Like that whole, is there balance? <laughs> I would love to know, how are you able to work your business and still feel a sense of like presence with your family? I would say there is definitely no balance. <laughs> I don't know that I like the word. And I only think that I say that because we, we want something it cannot give us. Balance cannot fulfill us. What I prefer to say, and I talk about all the time, it's like my number one topic of just something to talk about because it's common to everyone is seasons. There are seasons. 
And that's a better description. And then when you wrap your mind around that, you go, okay, I can get behind it because we understand seasons, right? There's winter, fall, summer, spring, you know, and it just rotates. And that is exactly, I think, again, God is so funny and also so smart in how he created the world because it mirrors life. And I always say nobody gets to stay in summer forever. And that's just because summer's the best season, at least for me. You know, no one's in summer forever. We got to go back down into fall and then we got to hit the winter, which is the hard stuff, right? And then we can roll through that and get back to spring. And it just always goes like this, right? Um, whether you're beginning or you're a multimillionaire and you've been doing this forever and ever, you are never removed from seasons and you should embrace them. And so to the moms, I would say, you know, let's go back to when I started. I said, yes, I signed up in my business. And two weeks later, I had my first baby. Um, usually not the most opportune time you would think to be starting a business, right? But again, trust, faith, when God's called me, he'll provide, he'll give me the skills. This is not something I'm doing. All the things, right, come into play. So um, I had my first baby and then two years later, I had my second baby. So I have grown this entire business as I've been literally growing babies. So I can truly relate to talk about being in the trenches and balancing both. And um, again, I would say I just understood seasons and you guys have to give yourself grace. I mean, for the love of Mary, give yourself grace. This is one of the most beautiful things about our business that we just somehow just goes right over our head is we signed up to do this so that we don't forsake our homes and we don't forsake our kids. We get to do both. We get to use our gifts and talents to be fulfilled in our work and bless other people. But we still get to be present. But that doesn't mean they're going to be equal 24-7. There's going to be times, I'm sorry, Ross, I'm not going to go be able to do the arts and crafts with you today because I have a call. And there's going to be times with, I'm sorry, team, Rosalind's got a performance. I'm not going to be there. So it's understanding the seasons and that's tricky. I wish I could say that there's again, a perfect formula and there isn't, but there is a perfect God who will give you the peace that you need. And if you daily wake up and say, okay, God, here's my to-do list. Is there anything on that list that needs to be moved above one of the other? Is there something that maybe I thought was real important that needs to be switched? Is there, and he'll do it. He'll do it. Even if you don't ask, right? We know that he'll start moving that list around real quick and prioritize what needs to be prioritized. But um, it's possible. I want you to know that it is possible because I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. You guys, obviously, Becky and Monique are doing it. We've done it. We're still walking through it. And it changes for us just like it changes for you. But I'm going to tell you something real quick. You will never lose when your husband and your family are first and then your business. You will never lose if that's the way you think. If you go, okay, you know what? I need to really get in alignment with him. Let's have, we need to have some conversations. And I do, I go, babe, am I doing too many events? Am I doing, where are we at? No, no, you're good, honey. Okay. But when he's like, hey, hey, I need you to pull back. I need you to, then I need to trust that the business isn't going to fall apart because I need to go take time with my family. And this is a perfect example. You guys, I'm actually in it right now. I have taken pretty much the entire month of December completely off. And that sounds ludicrous to our business. That might sound ludicrous to some other leaders. That might sound wild, but I don't serve them. I signed up to do this the way I feel God has called me to do it. And that's what he's put on my heart for mine and my family's 
situation to do for December for our spiritual and mental and family health. And I'm doing it. And guess what? I'm not going to lose by doing that. He will be faithful to reward it. So just give yourself that grace and um, don't get lost while you're going for the goals and the numbers and all the things. And I, and I won't go too far on this because I know we're going to ask this. Um, well, uh, this just makes me think. Um, okay. So let me, let me say this in response to what you just said. As I've been following you, I think the thing that I see in you is you have this confidence that when someone knows who they are in Christ, I think there is a level of posture and confidence that they carry where they're not looking to the left, they're not looking to the right, but they're standing where God has them and they have the ability to listen to the call. And so Connie, you display that so well. And I think, um, you know, I kind of just want to talk a little bit about like your own identity in Christ, because when it comes to the goals and the ranks and the, you know, all the, all the different things, the balancing, you know, I think the root of that is how do we see ourselves? Because when we have that identity in Christ where we're like, okay, I don't answer to my upline. I don't answer to the world's expectations, but I'm listening to the Holy spirit and I'm listening to guidance and I think it takes an intimacy with the Lord to be at that place where you can hear. So I'd love to, for you to share a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you. You almost made me cry. That was so the Lord. I needed to even hear that because I, I struggle with it too, you know, especially because we all are on social media and have to work on social media and be there. So um, I'm working it out alongside all of you, you know, the same way, but, but I do, I, I love what you're saying. And I think that is exactly it that, um, you know, sometimes when you're so go, 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 or focused on something, and that's not a bad trait guys, that's a fabulous, wonderful trait. Um, you lose sight of really what is important and where you are. So let me back that up and say this, I would first start with before you get going big, or maybe you're already in the middle of your business and you're struggling, maybe you're at a standstill, maybe you've been doing this for years and you're, well, I don't know where you are. Everyone's in a different spot, right? You really need to, in this season, before you get into 2024, write down, what does success look like to me and my husband and my family? Okay. Just start with that. Because the last thing I want anyone to do is join my business and start working towards my goals that's not going to help them. I don't want them to work towards my goals. I want them to work towards their goals, right? What does God have on your heart? I may be working way too hard for what some people want to do in their season, or maybe way too slow. And some people want to go a lot faster than me. So if you can figure out what success looks like to you, that is your grounding point. That is your base level for making sure that along the journey, you don't start going left or right or down or up because you also don't want to work for your downlines goals. You don't want your team to hold your business hostage. You don't want anything other than what's God showing you for the season you're in. And these can change by the way I do this every three months because they change for me all the time. And so what does success look like to you? And you go for that. The second thing is, is again, it's just prioritizing. If I'm spending more time with my team and I'm doing more calls with my team and I'm doing, then I am with the Lord. And I've done this guys. I, I have done this so many times because I get excited for it and it's fun and I get lost in it. Right. Then that's time for me to go. We're off balance here. We're off kilter. Like this isn't going to be good. And I have got myself into those places where I haven't been the confident rooted in Christ person that I know that I am 
because I hadn't been spending time with him. The the more time you, whoever you spend the most time with is who you're going to be like. So if you're spending a lot of time with your downline and if they're grumpy grumpusons and if they're sorry Susans and if they're Debbie Downers or whatever else you want to call them, then you're probably going to be that way. Um, if you're spending a lot of time with people who are super focused on goals and ranks and money, again, may, nothing necessarily wrong with that. But if that is all they are and who they are and what they talk about, you're going to be that way. So it's just, I have to go, where's my time being spent the most? And many times in my business, it has not been right. And so I think that the Christ-centeredness, again, we all know comes from spending time with him, guys. Go, go. Sometimes just don't get on the team call. I get on and I say, I don't want you on this team call if you have not had your personal time with the Lord this week. If you have not been in a Bible study with some good girlfriends pouring into you spiritually, then you don't necessarily need to learn anything else about shampoo right now or doing a reel. And that's that's sometimes humbling. A leader needs to care more about the person and who than what is going on with the team, right? And I do. I want them to be healthy mentally and spiritually before they are with the team. So th this got long-winded, but hopefully that's the, that's no, what you're I loved for. it. I loved it. And I think it just goes to show though, too, that, you know, for the person who's out there like, yeah, you know, I want to be like closer to God and I want to spend time with him and do all this, but I also want this thing. I think what I would say to that person is that when you are in alignment, right, your actions will align with your values. Right. And so it's like when you, I feel like God also reveals to you the things that you should be focused on and he will bless us. Right. Like he's going to bless us financially. He's going to bless us. I mean, there's like a million scriptures, uh, around that. And I just think, you know, I mean, cause I've been at the top, right? Like I've gotten to the top and I literally was like, that's it. Like that's, 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 it's not fulfilling. And it is if you are in alignment. And what I mean by that, from my perspective, at least is that, you know, your identity, right. Should be rooted in Christ. It shouldn't be rooted in your company or your title. And what's so beautiful about this industry though, is that you can use your company as a vehicle to fulfill God's promises and God's dreams and God's plans for your life, right? Like that's what's so cool about it is that you don't have to be, right, a necessarily representation of your company. You can be leveraging it and using it to fulfill what God has called you to do. And so I love that question that you you shared with us of like what does success look like for me, you know, or for, you know, whoever's listening because I think too, just like you said, I thought that was just so um insightful you know, we want people to feel like that's what's so beautiful about this industry. We want people to feel like, you know, when they're coming into it, they're not coming in as a just like rinse and repeat, like throw away person, right? They're a real person with real problems and real dreams and hopes. And, you know, when you're recruiting people, right, they may be the next, you know, Oprah, like, who, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows, right? Like the person that you're impacting. And so when we can help people, learn how to use their their business as like this vehicle right which obviously you've been able to do um it really can change so many lives and so i just love thank you so much for sharing all of that because i think um yeah. sometimes people get lost in it you know um the the title and the shiny things and i'm a carrot chaser too so i'm totally i can relate to all the things right being like out of alignment and yeah. i think there have been many times right when i didn't hit the goal or i had to push really hard 
or like invest my own money or something. And I think God was speaking to me saying like, Hey, there's a reason why it did not happen the way you wanted it to, you know, cause he's trying to show me something, you know, and I wasn't always yeah. listening. So I totally get that. I get it. And you know, Becky, as you're talking, I want to say this really quickly too, again, going, especially for the moms with either little ones or the busy ones who go, you know, I don't have as much time as her. I have to sacrifice all these things. Yes, you do need a sacrifice. Of course you need a sacrifice. But when you're a believer and you have the Lord as the center of your life, you can do more with less. He will multiply what you do have. And so I tell people, be faithful with what you do have, and then he'll entrust you with more. So if you've only got the five minutes in the morning because you have 10 newborns, right? I don't think anyone has 10 newborns, but I'm, that's what it feels like, right? If you only have the five minutes, give them the five minutes and you just might be, you guys, there are girls out here that have been telling me for years, they're like, you need to do three reels a day, Connie, you need to and I just, I just nod and I smile and go, okay. Good. And they're out here just trying all the things and doing all the things. And I'm like, and all over here, just do like one re reel a week. And then God will give me more than what he's given it. And, I, and then we go, why? And I go, because he can do more with less sometimes. And he knows what I have to give. We don't need to strive for anything. We do need to work hard. We do need to sacrifice, but um, we don't need to strive. Okay. So with just like the lows and the fish, he will multiply his not his numbers are not our numbers. His time is not our time. You're only messaging five people and you had your hundred contact list and you're like, oh, well, I didn't make it. He might just turn all five into prospect. And the girl who contacted 500 is only getting one because she's not in alignment. So just know he can do more with less. Oh, so good. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait for, um, you know, if those of you who are listening, I'm just like, I'm so glad because so many, you dropped so many nuggets that people need to hear because it's true. And I think when you were talking about the loaves and the fishes, it's partnership with God. It's like, okay, well, what can we bring and how can we trust that when we bring this to him, he can take and multiply that. I think Becky and I both, you know, she's a mom of two. I'm a mom of three. Like we're, we have those seasons where, um, you know, time feels like you only have so much to give and he has been faithful to do that. And so I love that, you know, you see that in your own life. And I think moms need to hear that word and to stop putting so much pressure on themselves and to pray over your business, you know, to ask God to send you the people, to ask God to provide, to ask him to take what you have and to multiply it. And he's faithful to answer that. Yeah. So. So Connie, what would you define or how would you define the term kingdom-minded mompreneur? So that's the name of our podcast. We also have a community we'll share in just a second um, for those who might be interested in that. But the kingdom-minded mompreneur, how would you define that? I would say, I mean, we I guess we kind of have been talking about it a, a lot already and it's all of those things. And it, it to me, it just is, Keep the main thing, the main thing, keep the main thing, the main thing. And I would say, do everything unto the Lord and not unto rank title, whatever. Right. And what do I mean by that? I, I know we all say that and we all believe that we're doing everything as unto the Lord. We're doing this for his glory. We're doing this, but okay. But can you do that in the tiny nitty gritty parts when you're just like, I don't even want to do this real. I don't even want to curl my hair, right? For me, it's, I don't want to curl my hair. I don't want to curl my hair ever. Hey, I don't want your to hair is looking really good. For those who are listening on the audio, they're going to have to go watch the video because your hair is, is on point. Well, thank you. But like things like that, right? Like if I'm selling a hair product, I probably got to put some curl my hair, but there's just, it's 
do everything unto the Lord. Like, I don't want to do the team call and uplift my team when I just got in a fight with Phil. I, I literally just, I'm crying. I'm all messed up. I'm in a real bad mood and I don't want to pour into anybody sometimes. And I'm like, now I got to go get on here and inspire somebody. Close my, do everything as unto the Lord. You know, so I think that when I think of kingdom minded mompreneur, that's what it is. It's taking all the 5 million things in your brain of like, but I don't want to do this. I don't feel like doing this. I don't, but it's going, okay, but if God has called me to do it, then I'm not doing it in my own energy. And thank God for that, that he's going to give me the words I need to say when I have nothing to say to the team after again, Phil and I just got a fight or whatever, right? It's keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is you told me to do it. I don't need to know the ifs, ands, buts, whys, or, or even feel it in this moment. I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to show up and I'm going to do this as unto you, Lord. So I, those are a couple of things. Another thing I think of is somebody who cares more for people than they do about how that person's going to affect their business. And what I mean by that is, do you love people the same and support them the same, even if it does not benefit you in any way? even when they do leave your team, even if they return your product, even when your best friend from first grade says something nasty about you in the car or whatever it is. I don't know. You know, like, do you care more about the person than you do about how they're going to affect your organization? That will show tremendously. That will take you so far. It is so rare in leadership, sad to say. Um, there are great people who do it, but do people think that you really care about them or that you care about you hitting your rank this month? And that's why you're texting them. Do you think, you know, that kind of stuff that's kingdom minded on mompreneurship right there is to be able to say, I really need this this month or I would really, but you know what? She needs me more as a friend right now. She needs me more as a mentor right now. They just need me to pray over them right now or whatever. Right. So that to me is kingdom minded mompreneurship. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing it. It's always fun to hear um, other people's perspective and like to define it uh, for us. And it's also really beautiful because I think uh, the few people that we've asked, you know, the really top leaders that obviously have caught the same vision or have the same vision that we have um, are always in alignment, you know? And so I just mm -hmm. love, I love that you shared that. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. We are beyond grateful. Obviously we, we recognize that time is our really most precious currency and we are so appreciative to you for uh, hanging out with us for a little bit. I would just like to, um, for you to share, you know, how can people connect with you, follow you? Like, where can they find you on social media and, um, you know, just anything you want to share? You know, well, can I first just say this? You guys just God bless you for what you're doing. You guys are rare. I've been doing this for, like I said, almost seven years. And when Monique reached out to me, I was just like, the way your joy comes across, the way you guys are authentically yourselves, um, God is using you tremendously. You've already blessed me so much more than you can even know. And so for any of you who are on their teams or in their organizations, you are blessed. You are blessed. They are rare. They are the real deal. And so you guys are in very, very good hands. So thank you guys for even giving me the honor to do this. Um, to connect with me, I've been, like I said, on a break uh, from social lately, but I am there. So Connie underscore underscore, it's two underscores, Sanchez. 
And then I'm also on a break with my, I have a podcast. I don't do it as, it's kind of like a little thing here and there, but it's Convos with Con. If you guys want to listen to some things there, I talk a lot of what we've been talking about here and a lot of topics that I think would bless you guys as well. So. Yes. So you guys make sure to check out Connie. We will also put all of your information in the show notes. So we'll link that there if you guys want to check her out, if you want to. So I have listened to your podcast. I actually think that might've been how, okay. Did you have Krista Harney on your, okay. I think that's, were you on her podcast or vice versa? I was on hers when she first started one. Yeah. Okay. I think that might be how I heard about you and started following. Okay. Um, but yes, you guys check out her podcast, check her out on Instagram. Um, she has great reels. I was laughing about your daughter and the cotton balls, coloring the cotton balls and all of that. So, um, you guys definitely make sure that you follow her on Instagram. And for those of you who are listening, we actually do have a membership called the kingdom minded mompreneur membership. And I'll let Becky, Becky, if you want to share a little bit about that for those who might want. Yeah. As long as my parents' dog, she keeps trying to bark. So that's just why I keep muting. (laughs) Real life. Yeah. I'm like real life over here. Um, And I would like to say too, um, Connie, we are actually no longer in the industry. We have stepped into coaching full time and launching our membership. We felt like God had called us to do that because we also too, because of, I think so much of not just our own (laughs) like stuff that has happened in the industry, but we recognize, you know, sometimes there's a lack of trust, I think with, within like leaders and their team. And I don't necessarily think there is with, um, kingdom minded, right. Women in leadership. Uh, but there've been a lot of people that have been burned. And so we were thinking like, how can we help, you know, the mom who is like, I do want all the things, right. Like I do want success. Like I do want to, you know, pay off my credit cards. I do want to stay home with my babies or pay for, you know, IVF treatments or, you know, whatever it it may be or fulfill what God has called, um, on their life. And so it's like, how, what do, what are the things right that I need to do and how can I show up? And so, um, we've been very, I think, um, just like, aware, like God has, um, dropped the scales from our mm-hmm. eyes. We started out doing some coaching. Uh, well, can I interrupt you one second? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I just want to say like, and, and we're not going to get into our whole story, but Becky and I have been called like, this is what he is li- like. God literally individually, both of us in July had situations that happened where God literally was like, this is your call, like go. And so, um, so it, you know, you step into obedience of that. And so I think there is a certain woman who um, needs encouragement, who needs mentorship, who needs support. And that is, that is who God has called us to, to help. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So we it's, have, you're filling, you're filling a huge gap for sure. I yes. love it. Now, now you guys got to be on my podcast next, but okay. I'll <laughs> let you say what <laughs> we will. We would love it. Yeah. So we launched this membership. It's $47 a month. You guys, it is so worth the price of admission because we give you a daily action plan. It's basically what I've been telling, especially like top leaders is like, you know, when you first came into the industry and you caught the vision of what you wanted for, from your business or how to like leverage it. Like once you finally realized, but you were like, why, what, what is, what is it that I actually do? Like, what do I do? How do I get to that place? You know? Cause people can say, like you said, do three reels a day, do this, do that, whatever. And so we literally give people a daily action plan, like a social media caption, 
um, you know, trending audio, an IPA checklist, Canva templates, and then we take it a step further and we have kingdom weekly kingdom coaching. And so we have an, a certified coach, an expert who um, is a little bit older than us and has had success, has grown children. And it's just been really beautiful to hear from her, um, to have her pour into our community because we're also learning and growing. Um, but yeah, so we'll put the link in the show notes, um, you know, for that as well. If anyone is interested in checking it out, we're really excited about it. We've had a lot of our, our clients, our members are having success with the social media uh, captions and just in general. So that's been really exciting to hear. But thank you again, Connie. This has been so great. I'm just grateful that we got to, you know, spend some time and connect with you and just listen to hear to, to a piece, a small piece of your story and how God is clearly using you. And I think, um, you know, I'm, I am praying for the women that are going to listen to this, that they are going to uh, be touched by your story, but also your discipline, right? To to know like when to listen to those seasons in life that we need to be obedient and sometimes do the hard thing, whether it's show up or submit and and be still, you know, that's hard sometimes, I think, for the high performers <laughs> like you and me and Monique, you know. Um, so thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. I absolutely loved it. Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.